welcome back to Oh Bravo, the podcast. I'm here with Chantel, the one, the only, the person who wears leggings and lives her best life. That is Chantel. I think there's probably more than just you. And in the I'm with Kendall, that. who this week is upgraded from her pajamas to different pajamas, and you. I'm loving them. <laughs> I've got some fresh track pants on, and I'm ready to live my best life. It's so funny because when we started this five weeks ago, now five weeks, five weeks, long time. Oh my god! We were like, I remember texting you, being like, FYI, I'm just. I think I said not wearing any makeup like I'm just oh not my, God, my I didn't do my hair I just don't yeah. feel 100% now I feel like I have to text you to be like just letting you know I am wearing pants because the last two weeks I've just been like so like don't mind me I'm semi like in my sleepwear like I just went to the bathroom before before we started recording because yeah. I care about you guys and I don't want to leave you halfway through <laughs> and I realized that my face was bleeding because I just popped a pimple in front of Chantel. So, like, that's the level that we're at. You know when you have, like, a I little did not bit on your cheek, you give it a little scraper-scraper, boom, floodgates open. You know what? I respect that. I love a good pimple pop. That's when you know that you're comfortable with your fellow podcaster. Because Podcast we're comfy. I'm sitting, we're sitting on the couch. I've got this big fucking blanket over me, which you should get under if you want to. You don't have to, but... I'm being cool, but I'll get on there. She's being cool for now, but she knows it looks comfy. Look, if this podcast all fails, we can definitely do, like, a podcasting pimple thing. Yes. Pimple Dr. Pimple pod- Popper. Yeah, but, like, an SMR kind of, like... Mm. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> that is the sound of my pimple popping, and it's amazing. Um. Okay, so back to what we're here for, which is not pimples, but is trashy reality TV that we all love. The trashiest. Why do we love it, you know? I think we love it because it makes us feel good about our lives. Like, for me, like, I love reality TV because I don't like drama that much in my personal life so true like I'm a bit like like blah 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 but I always have been that kind of like asshole of a human that loves like when other people have drama like if someone's like oh my god like at work this person's being fucking crazy and this person like did this I'd be like oh my god tell me so true and like you sit there and you're like "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm and you don't know anyone that they're talking about and you're like like, I'm intrigued yes I want to know so yeah. I think that's why we like reality TV because it just checks it's us out true. in I'm, our normal lives. If we I don't want meet, drama. If I meet someone and then the next time I meet them again, it's our second meeting, and they like told me a story. I'm gonna be like, so what happened with uh, Barry and Giselle? Yeah, and Barry they'll be and Giselle. like, cut in, and I'm like, remember that drama that you had? It's <laughs> exactly what happens. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, get into it. But all I've been Tell thinking about is your house. Yeah. 100%. So I think that's why we like it, and that's why we're all here. You're all listening to this because we motherfucking love Bravo, and we're going to jump into it with our newsworthy items for the week. There's been a lot, but also not a lot happening. Like, I feel like with with Roni and BH taking a break, it's been a lot emotionally. It's funny watching Insta, because I feel like every Roni and Beverly Hills kind of night that the TV shows are on, there's just a bit of, like, Instagram affair like there's just mm. like a few memes floating around you know but it's been very quiet so everyone really this week got around below deck because that was yes. all that was out and their ratings I don't know if you saw Skyrocket oh really yeah they were like wow 
so that's what we'll be discussing later this episode you guys so i hope if you haven't watched below deck this season please pause this podcast right now go watch it and then you can listen to the rest of it but for now we're going to start with the newsworthy bits like what's been happening with our people what's happening with the bravo lips like what's the latest and greatest what the fuck do we need to chat about why don't we start with the whole vpr oh my god it's a never-ending saga like this the fucking season has ended and they still managed to keep themselves in the hot seat like I know it makes you kind of question if this is all on purpose. Oh, excellent PR. No, I don't think it was. So this whole Stacy pregnancy thing, she has confirmed she's with child. It's out there now. First Instagram post since Mm. her since her apology post. Well, I noticed that. Like, I don't know if you saw. I'm pretty sad right now so I just kind of saw I've just seen all the stories out there in the world on Instagram and I saw that um Bo like had a lot of stories about driving driving where we don't know it was very mysterious there's a lot of like oh so they're being fired and they're also disobeying the laws of isolation and quarantine we're leading civilization we know what's happening we don't approve of either of those things Stassi and Bo you know what here's the thing let's fucking lay it out there so Stassi's first post post (laughs) as in after after her (laughs) um apology message Mm about her behavior towards faith is this pregnancy announcement it's like a cute little baby picture like she's wearing pink the colors are beautiful Bo's smiling they look super happy she's got a little baby bump that she's cradling like Bo's holding up a little like pink baby girl outfit that has hashtag OOTD on it which we know is Stassi's like outfit, outfit of, of the, the day. day she's announced that she's having a baby girl we, like, did and, you like, notice that we harmonized that we're like outfit of the day and um like yay and also nay because i'm like okay beautiful you're pregnant live your best life you've got a following so it's like whatever if you want to announce it whatever but like i'm like i just think it's too strategic the timing of all of this like it's not necessary to do a post like that so like true and people were very like you were saying like you were nervous about the fact she left the comments on but people were very pro her well i feel like everyone that's over stassi's unfollowed her yeah like, like the I arrest just, Stassi and Kristen Page. So I think, like, you do you. Like, in a lot of people's eyes, you're not that important anymore. Or, like, I mean, I never really agreed with all of her values, everything that she stood for. Clearly not. <laughs> Lately. Like, whilst <laughs> not on the show as well. Like, she was a bit of a brat. Like, I don't yeah. know if I'd be friends with her, but she was entertaining. Yeah. And then it took a turn where it was, like, not entertaining. It was actually just horrible. So now I'm happy not to watch her and there's other entertaining shows like all the other franchises that i spend my time watching so i don't i don't feel like i've lost anything i just there was nothing in that post that needed to be said i agree we get you've already confirmed your person your pr person has confirmed you're pregnant thank you yeah like why do you need to do like a big fancy announcement post yeah we've seen pat's photos we know that you guys are still together it's cool we're not that worried like happy for you and i hope everything goes well and I want you to have a great child, but like, and then it also like begs to like you wonder, okay, had they? Because obviously the last season of Vanderpump Rules is pretty shit anyway, and they had to do something about it, regardless of all of this shit that's been going on. But like, don't you think that it's like, I don't want to watch Stassi be pregnant on TV. I, I just don't think will. it works in the context of well, everything. So that's why it's like, was it was she fired or was it like 
it was time for her to go. She was pregnant. She's no. like, look, like, let's just adios, muchachos. No, Sassy oh. needs the show. But what is she going to do on the show pregnant? That's all about drinking and getting in fights. Like, Well, true. Maybe she was happy to leave the show, but not in the way that it happened. No, because I mean, you wouldn't want was, it to happen that way, but maybe the staff she were was, like, you know what? She told us she was pregnant anyway. So. No, but she was leaving the show with, like, a New York selling best-selling book yeah with like a wedding. podcast a wedding like a but road show sponsorship by the time she got fired but it doesn't matter it's like the whole reputation went downhill or like she have already had a kid by the time the show was being aired because we don't because we've already watched dpr this year look covid really messes january, with our timeline so by the time i'm like what is the math but i'm like by the time the babies do january 2021 so by the time we'd watch the next season of BPR, she would have, like, had her baby. So I just don't know, like, how your life fits in with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's sad. So she could have made it more dramatic and, like, funny, you know, and weird. Yeah, she would have, yeah. And people would have watched it. And I think people probably will watch it. I bet you anything E is going to sign bet up it. for some show. Bet that motherfucking shit right now. All right, I will. What are we betting? We're betting a dollar. What? That's oh. not a fun bet. All right, what are we betting? Bet that if... If they don't get a show with E, mm-hmm. then I get to <laughs> feed you some anonymous thing from my fridge. I can't wait because you're your a eyes cook. closed. <laughs> <laughs> and if they do get a show with E, then you can feed me something anonymous from your fridge with my eyes. They better not get a show with any other network. I'm like, damn it. So yeah, it has close. to be E specifically. All right, all right, e, I said it. You I really? Yeah, it. we'll put that bet down. Well, we've got a whole like Chris and Cavallari spot they need to fill. Oh my god. I'm really upset about that. Okay. So that's what happened. Like, that was the first thing that we had on our list. And then you saw that Kristen, her her frenemy. Yes. She um, posted a story yeah, being us. like, congrats. Like, she kind of reposted Stassi Bo's photo and was like, congrats. So it's like, it was obviously, she was obviously on good terms, which... Yeah, what yeah. do you think their relationship's like now? Like, since they've been, like, fired together, like, well, it had I to think... bring them closer to some extent, I would To imagine. be honest, I think at the reunion, they were, like, obviously at each other's throats because it brought up bad memories, mm. but I think they're both past it. Like, they're sad about the relationship ending, but I don't think they're that angry at each other. So I think this whole situation would have been, like, holy moly. And they both got, like, so much shit going on in their lives. Like, Kristen's yeah. got her new one-and-a-half-month-long boyfriend, Stassi's obviously pregnant like there's an I isolation think... and pandemic like you wouldn't really you'd be like well you know what we're feuding but whatever the fuck I don't really care yeah I think there's definitely would it be in conversations obviously their releases their like sorry statements came out two minutes from each other or yeah, whatever they would have definitely chatted pretty yeah and Stassi liked Kristen's um sorry post which she hasn't liked one of Kristen's posts in a really long time so I was kind of like Oh, I don't know. I just thought it was like very strategic that she was like, "Oh yeah, no, we good. We saw, we yeah. sussed out. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so that's Kristen and Stassi. What else did you see? Um, Shanti oh, Nancy so, told me something okay. fun about the V Pump crew today. Well, I don't know because now, so I know I planted seeds of doubt. <laughs> she planted seeds of doubt, but I saw Always. a lot of posts this week being like Randall and Lala are still following each other, and I investigated, and they they hadn't. They're not following each other. But then Kendall pointed out maybe mm. they never followed each other. Because I, I feel like we've had this story happen before where everyone's like, I remember distinctly because everyone was like, oh my God, Lala and Randall unfollow each other. I think it was like after the Fofty thing happened. And like Lala had through, like went through a bunch of periods where she like deleted all the pictures of her and Randall together. And it was just really odd. 
but like when someone commented she's like no no no, we're still together like we just decided that instagram's like really unhealthy for our relationship like we just decided not to follow each other so i haven't seen them actually follow each other since i don't recall seeing them like tag each other and stuff since so then. you know what so this i'm wondering whole... if they actually just never followed each other and someone's like just realized it again. yeah this whole thing could have been me just like looking but at did you bloggers. see that they didn't follow each other or was it someone well else? i saw that they don't like someone said they've unfollowed each other and then oh uh, and then you watch and I then it... and they don't follow each other but no i don't know if they unfollow. i think that they just don't yeah but they still post about each other like they like each other and stuff yes i did see a post and i was like all is well all is I well i mean i hope that Lil and randall like have a good life to be honest me too i like, like i like randall know. i don't know if i really like lala that much but i like randall and i just like he's yeah. a he seems like, like, like a good soul yeah like we hope the best for everyone exactly for everyone for including everyone it. including lala and randall and then what else did you see about um our little shishi and her new boyfriend bro bro while we're on the v-pump train oh yeah so i saw all these posts saying that she was very unsure about kind of including him in the next season which I get. Why would you? After, like, so what she's I been through like, with Rob? I know. Like, she's been through, like, such trauma with Rob. And then she also had Shay on the show for so long. Like, but I think I heard, like, when she did her interview with Danny Pellegrino, she was saying that, like, Brock has, like, this, the kind of job that's, like, very, I don't know. Like, he normally has to travel a lot for work or something. Or it's, like, very hectic. Or, like, isn't he a rugby player? I have no fucking idea what he does, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think there is rugby in the U.S., a football yeah. player? No, it's rugby. They have rugby in the US? I thought it was like an English and Australian thing. No, but that's why I think you can get... I don't know. Sport, sport, sport. Let us talk to you about sport. Whatever the fuck he does. I remember she said on the podcast that he has some sort of busy schedule and normally like she's like, well, there's not like he couldn't probably film because if he's got to go to work, he's got to go to work. I think that's kind of what she was saying. So I'm wondering if maybe this, like, news is her just being like, yeah, you know, he'll be on it if he can, but he probably won't. True. Like, he'll pop in in the party or two. He'll turn up at a Villa Rosa soiree. And we'll like, but Whoa. I don't want to watch it, to be honest, because they're not going to talk about anything that's actually been happening. Like, I swear to God, if they do the next season and it's just, like, Raquel and Charlie and Sheena running around, sir, I'm going to punch the wall. Because, like, that's bullshit. Like, that's not what's actually happening. Like, can we address some of the real shit <laughs> like, and also like as lovely as they all may be you're boring boring is fun to watch we're over it and like as much as we t- we like criticize we criticize we crit like i was thinking about this the other day like with our reality stars like we hate them we hate them oh my god they're so problematic they're so x y and z but mm-hmm. it's like do you want to do you want a show where everyone is like no that's the whole point so it's like you know i mean this is like a really poor example everyone because obviously Jax is a horrible human being in like so many ways but i'm saying i'm using him as like an example that's separate people want Jax to be off the show because of like the problematic shit that he said like put the problematic shit he said just put his like and just put his personality on the line it's it's a shit like he's a shit guy but hasn't it been entertaining to watch him be a shit guy for so many seasons like yes. you wouldn't want just like eight tom sandoval's on a show because you're like oh well he's like amazing and nice to everyone like oh. he's the voice of reason it doesn't give you anything like you need the people in the reality shows that are like problematic they have problems they have like things that they need totally. to work through they're not always making the right decisions like the person you love to hate like i just think it's hard with this bravo like cleaning house situation because it's like 
I don't know. Like, you don't but want people wor- that are all amazing on reality It shows. worries me because I feel like, from Britney's perspective with Jax, like, I feel like by keeping them on the show, we're kind of keeping Britney safe. If you just have Britney and Jax marry, like, I mean, I guess how much is it a character of he's playing a villain and how much is it real? Because he would be a horrible husband if that was all real. Like, I think it is real and I think he's just a... I think he's, like... He's almost, like, bad at acting. Because I think sometimes he tries to act like a good guy and it just, like, shows... Yeah, it's cringy. I it agree. It's like cringy shit. to but watch. But do you feel like, like, if, say, Jax and Brittany were axed from the show, what shelf life do you give that marriage? Not long, but not because of Brittany. I think Jax would get over it. Yeah, I reckon Jax would be like, you know what, we don't have the show. I don't need to put on this persona being, like, a changed man with my, like, wife now. Like done what the fuck is the point i think jacks is smart i think he knows that like all the girls in vpl love britney and all the fans like love britney yeah so i think he's like i'm with someone popular that's what i think he thinks in his head i'm sure not i mean last season no one liked britney yeah but that was more like emerging like they were just she was like just defending jacks all the time okay guys we're not gonna talk about vpl wait one more thing about vpl though this week i saw um in protest like ariana dana and billy were hanging out doing protests together and i was like i love that that's nice I know I was like that's cool to see that they're like real life friends it seemed like Billy and Ariana were friends like the most friendly of yeah, Billy and I all the cast today was Ariana's birthday right we saw all and Stassi you know they share a birthday yeah but no one really talked about it I know I forgot it was Stassi's <laughs> birthday I was like oh oops but they I saw all these posts about her and everyone was like yeah she's just like light and laugh and fun and whatever and I was like yeah she is like remember when um Raquel came on everyone was like you are so dumb even I was like God, girl, like yeah, you're moron. Yeah, but she was like, no, whatever, who cares? Ariana's like, nice to be... literally everyone, and then More it Ariana. all comes to bite them in the like in the ass later because it's like really Ariana was her. the nicest person to Lala when she first came on the scene, and now Lala's like an asshole to Ariana. You know, and it's like just she has like she just such a pure heart, and I just love her. And I posted this drunk video of her for her birthday. If you guys are listening, please check it out on our Instagram because it makes me laugh so fucking hard. I have not seen that footage oh in God. so long. I think I've only seen it once. So it's I like, like yeah. she just is talking such shit. Like, and then Sandoval breaks like a glass, and she's he's like, oh sorry, and she's like, oh, I thought it was my problem. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> like she's just talking like such, just the greatest drunk trash. She's like, it could be yellow robe Smith, yellow robe Smith. And you're like, what the fuck is she talking about? God bless that we're a hundred years old. And I'm like, Ariana. I love it. I love and it. And even so the hard. other drunk people in the the scene They're are like, like what? No. <laughs> Happy Bethy, Ariana. Happy Bethy, Ariana. We love you. We love you. We love you. Okay. So what else happened this week? We've got um some summer house. Well, I yeah, I listened to a podcast um on summer house. Carl, he was on a podcast, and obviously we all kind of heard through the grapevines of Instagram that he had stopped drinking. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think he said it on the reunion, the Zoom reunion. Yeah, that's right. That was the reunion he said. But it. he was like, you know, he's, he didn't really like fully say like I'm an alcoholic. He was just like, you know, no. I've stopped drinking during ice. And I don't think he's claiming that he was ever an alcoholic per se. He's saying, but it was interesting on the podcast he was saying you know i started going to therapy and i've been doing therapy for six years and this is the first time i've um really made a breakthrough yeah or like i've been honest about it like he's like i've been lying a lot or just i've done that like i've been to therapy twice and i was just like 
I'm amazing. I'm I'm good. Like, oh, you know. Oh my god, I'm just here because like I, I don't know why I'm here. But you can definitely do that. And, yeah, and I'm like good on you for like talking about it. Guys talk about it less with their friends, so it's like probably takes a lot more to talk about it publicly. And he's like, I don't. Am I gonna not drink forever? You're not gonna say that. Like I don't know. Yeah, but right you don't now, know. It's like Luann, you know. She's like, yeah. this is the rest of my life. I don't know. Taking every day as it comes. Water came by glass. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, also, Elise is like, don't you go to AA? I know. Like, <laughs> what? Shut the fuck up. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Um, cheers. Cheers. So, yeah, I think it was good that he spoke out about it. And he was just like, I saw a lot of bad patterns in my life. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. he was kind so of like last season, like on a bit of a downward spiral with the drinking. And like, haven't mm. we all been there? We've totally been there. But I think that it, when it comes to, it's hard for him. He's got a job what his he's got two jobs one of them is summer house the other one is working on lover boy i would pay five dollars because that's all i have to find out <laughs> how much money they all make and if they're all like equal who has more of as far as their bravo contracts go the summer house because this week i saw a lot of people on instagram be like we should dedicate some of vanderpump rules salary to the summer house and i was like are they not getting paid for did you know that i heard something as well that apparently Jax taylor gets paid the most on vanderpump rules doesn't that just break your heart? Probably but Jackson also, and Stassi. But also, I yeah, definitely, and I definitely say that because Tom and Tom have their like whole business. Yeah. I think Summer House, the top paid people would be Kyle, mm-hmm. Kyle, Carl, and Lindsay. I think. I reckon Hannah would be up there now because she's getting more of a profile. And then maybe Hannah, Amanda, Paige. Um, page and then luke because luke is like and the then newest danielle one. gets like a big... then danielle gets like a per hour fee that she's and like free week. parking on the weekend yeah and just like free booze when she rocks up so i think and hey i'll take the free booze dude i would do that but it's like i think that jordan Carl just gets has... like a free bed carl literally Fuck, has we like thought about jules <sighs> oh jules yeah no she gets paid less than luke probably because women yeah. are but great always hard done by saying, yeah. but i think like you know Carl, he's got two jobs. One of them, Summer House. The other one's Lover Boy. Both of them require you to be a bit like. And in Lover Boy, his he's required to be the personality that he is in Summer House. Yeah, it's all so based like on that. it's all based on alcohol. He's got to be drinking. He's got to be partying. Like it must weigh on him to be like that. And he's got so many problems with women. Like he's always like, you know, looking for. He's looking always for a woman that's gonna like fulfill him and be his life partner. But then he like has the completely wrong but idea also, about people. What what is? I don't get what he what's his dream girl. Because I feel like part of him really wants to have a friend in a girl, but then... He can't. He can't be vulnerable. I think the problem is that he's, like, he doesn't like getting rejected. So he always, like, rejects them first. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, like, oh, oh my god, they're rejecting me. I'm going to reject them. (laughs) And it's like, dude, like, I think he's just, like, scared of commitment and scared of everything. Yeah. But he really wants someone in his life. I genuinely think he does. I just think he gets in his own way and is like, so maybe like when he doesn't drink he's a much better person like honestly that could be a thing but do we think speaking out i think for him like that's great yeah and so summer house they announce it because it's obviously they would be start filming now because it's summer in the u.s yes it's Mm -hmm. summer in the u.s Mm -hmm. now so they would have been filming now and same with vanderpump i thought that with ariana's birthday and stas's birthday because they normally film yeah but would they be i don't know i have no idea so like with summer house normally they'd be filming they'd be in the hamptons they do their thing where they work in the city and then every weekend they go 
to the Hamptons, but apparently this summer house they are filming again. Good news. And because everyone's like in isolation, they're but all they gonna all isolate not, together. Surely they're not now because I've they seen, are. But I've seen Paige and Hannah do giggly like from different areas, and like oh. Paige is like, "I'm at my mom's, don't want to leave." All this stuff. Oh, maybe it's not yet, but I've heard that they are gonna do That's it. That's exciting, and they're gonna be like working from home together in the house i love that so like it won't just be a weekend thing maybe they'll also, be like getting drunk i feel on like weeknights. that's when you get to see like everyone's true colors come out because w- two nights and love a boy week, like you get like... to watch amanda and carl and kyle fight with each other about their fucking business because amanda yes. quit her job to and do also like half the time they all have like family reunions re-re kyle but like they all have something on in the weekend so they're not there like pages to see you know perry, perry. or whatever so and I think, like, I think Hannah has a boyfriend as well. A secret new boyfriend. Because what? I think that Hannah went and visited Paige in her... Because Paige is, like, in a McMansion right now. I think her parents have, like, the biggest fucking house I've ever seen in my life. So, like... But that doesn't surprise me. That's a thing. Separate from summer house money, she's got to be just, like, a wealthy motherfucker. Yeah. Well, though, her parents bought her... Like, not bought her, but at least rented her house in New York, which I... And it's a nice house, and she lived by it herself. Is, but I also, like, really gave her props for admitting that yeah because she's not like trying to lie yeah so their house is beautiful so i'm pretty sure i honestly don't know which scene it is but have you seen people reenact the scene where some housewife yes what yeah what housewives is that that's new jersey oh was that your husband's in the pool your husband's in the pool so hannah and Paige did it so Paige is like walking by and hannah's doing the like strut by and she's with a man yes yeah, so, okay so you think that guy's her well boyfriend. i don't know so then she's with a man and then Paige was like where's my husband and she's like oh your husband's in, your husband's in the pool and she's like what and he's she's like don't put him in the pool and she's like oh me and my husband did whatever and it's like perry and Paige, and then amanda and this dude and then i you saw someone hannah. else do yeah and hannah and this dude and they did um someone else did a post with like um it was like a gossip girl post like it was and they put Paige and Perry's face on two of them and then they put Hannah and the other dude's face on one of them so I'm like maybe that's her boyfriend maybe it is and she can't talk about it because there's still like Luke drama we need to and I feel like she's got this whole identity as a single gal she does like I think we need to she probably can't talk about it until we suss it out on SH next year yeah totally so that's the summer house situation yeah. as of late and then what else do we have from this week oh we got some juicy inside scoop from our main gal, Elise. Oh, yeah. So, Elise and us. <laughs> we talk we've, had some, we've had some chats with <laughs> we Elise. We slide into her DMs because we want the girls. Also, Elise, like, like she literally replies and comments on everything. Yeah, like, I'm just hashtagging left, right, and center just to get the ups, you know. Oh, my God. As everyone does. But I did not expect anyone to reply. And then Elise was like, why are you tagging me in this? And I was like... Because it was a post about Ramona. I was like, Elise, we spoke two weeks ago and I said that i support you in a scene so i don't know why you're adding me but i tagged you in this because i thought you'd have a little bit of a love yes and what was the posting it was like a, it was like a ramona remember. being like it was like me on the weekend or something it really wasn't anything like it was just a funny ramona post that shancy had tagged elise in i was proud like, of it oh you know i got why a lot, you lot of myself. This? and then we were like oh you know we thought you'd find it funny and what it what was her reply Oh, yeah. So then I feel like she backtracked. She was like, um, 
what did she say? She I think was, she was like, nothing about her amuses me anymore. It. With like a wink face. And it's like, Which was like, soften in the blow face. So I was like, are we not talking anymore, Elise? Oh my god, Elise. She was just like, oh. Yeah, nothing about her amuses me kind of thing. And I get that. But also I was like, you know. So there's some beef, which I think she's been quite open and honest about. She like, has been. There's a lot of beef. But it's a lot of beef considering how much she stood up for in the show. I know like I don't know I don't I wonder if it's like Elise trying to get her 15 minutes just like backtracking and like being an asshole to Ramona now I just like, can't imagine being like a real life friend of Ramona's but I think that apparently because I've heard that Ramona apparently because Elise is getting a lot of shit this season because she's just kind of randomly plopped into every scene and everyone's kind of like who the fuck are you which is fair enough because she's the only random we've got all of our main cast members and she's just like like all the time so i i understand people's frustrations but i think um elise apparently was like led astray by ramona because that's like her friend and ramona used to call her all the time and be like come come to everything like production loves you casting loves you like get in here get in here get in here and then she got this like horrible edit and elise is like mate what the fuck i thought that this was like it's true because I reckon, like, if I was a housewife, I've yeah. thought about this sometimes. If I which like, is came a possibility, in, you know. But no, if I just say I came in and everyone, all my friends were like, "Yeah, like I feel like I have a dry sense of humor and I don't really bond straight away with people," I feel like I would come across as a bit boring too. Yeah, but if you had an asshole friend who was supposed to introduce you and be like, "We got your back," but then she's like secretly not having your back at all. But also, Elise, I can see why she would have thought she was a hit. Like, she was, she's kind of funny in one moment. You're like, yeah, and then you're like, no, that's not funny. Yeah, and then you're also like, why are you here? <laughs> I think that the whole point is that we're all just like, we don't why want you here. Like, exactly. we've got it's so many other bring, things going on. It's how on. they bring people in, which is the major rule we learned this season in Vanderpump. Anyway. Okay, guys, so <laughs> that's pretty much, like, the news of the week. We've got a couple more sections to go. We hope you guys stick around we're gonna talk very very shortly about below deck med it is gonna be a very interesting chat because we've got me seasoned veteran of watching all the below decks and but, then we have but not me. like since the beginning very recently i would say maybe the last year or so and then we've got Chantel, who's only literally watched the last four episodes of below deck med or however many episodes in we are so we're gonna quickly do a recap of them and then we're gonna go into our amazing fun games and we hope you guys will tune in for that. Okay, so we're back now and we're going to be talking about Below Deck Med. Yes. Which, as we just said, so I have never watched Below Deck or Below Deck Med. Ever. And to be honest. Tell me. Mind was skeptical. Yes, I can imagine. Because it's a... And I was too. Like, I spent so many years, like, being a Bravo stan and never touched Below Deck with a 10-foot pole. It's about yachts. I know and it's more it's a whole like and you'll like we can talk about this later but like it's a whole different beat to any other show on totally. Broadway. like it's not the same it's a nautical beat it's a yeah nautical AF beat and like it goes from like it's got different drama. waves you know what I'm literally. saying literally like it's got it sails a different wave like the drama on Vanderpump is cheating yeah the drama on this. Real Housewives is no, no. fighting oh true or like husbands cheating yes and then, this is about like workplace arrangements and like swells of the ocean and like authority it's strange but i like so the first episode i was like you know definitely double screening i'm not gonna lie i was like eh. it's hard it's hard like 
the first episode is never like the best because so below deck like i didn't watch it for so long and i listened to so many podcasts about bravo that we used to cover it and i'd be like oh fuck what the fuck should i watch it blah, blah, blah. and then i was like you know what if all my people watch it and they like it i'll probably end up watching it. i think i had like it was this time that like i don't exercise chancy like i mean i have Wait, been in iso i did an iso but like i haven't really been exercising that much but like nick and i have been trying to go for runs which isn't like not... c- couple runs yeah That's sometimes offensive. he holds my hand i know hey what the sorry <laughs> it's because i'm running he finds it really cute when i attempt to exercise (laughs) it's just like i I know and i'm like please (laughs) do not hold my hand right now so yes sometimes i exercise most of the time i don't but i one time had an exercise related injury but it wasn't from exercising i like fully sprained my ankle which most people be like oh my god did you do it from like playing soccer were you a ballerina yada yada i fell down the stairs down Mm. <laughs> not drunk and I was wearing sneakers in the middle of the day just because I was excited because Nick and I were going to go for a Sunday drive wow that's why I broke like I fully sprained my ankle because I was like woo and then I walked down the first step and I had tripped the whole way down and I totally fucked up my ankle so anyway wait wait wait, wait. I actually think that we could be soulmates because Tell when me. I was eight the only like break of anything I've ever had was I broke my elbow running Dude, that sounds horrific. To get to the kitchen to get chocolate. Yes! <laughs> I, tripped, I tripped on a laptop. That is my, my motherfucking boo. And I always want to break something to have, like, my friends run in my cast. And everyone's going to be like, oh my god. They're like, just I'll be like, scribble so here. Hard. That's why I hurt myself. It's a sports injury. But instead, we're like, we were yeah. running to the kitchen or running down some stairs to go sit in a car. So bad. And shit happens. But the moral of the story is... <laughs> Back to it. I sprained my ankle. It really fucking hurt. So I had some time off work and I decided to watch Below Deck. And I started with main Below Deck, okay. not Below Deck Med, because I was like, you know, we have a history with Bravo. Sometimes the spinoffs like aren't that good. <clears throat> I can't even think of a bad example because Band of Rules is really good and that was a spinoff. But it's like, I don't know. I just thought, like, obviously Definitely Below Deck. getting married, although she was. Yeah, I was like, obviously I should yeah, start with yeah. Below Deck, not Below Deck Med, because I know that's a spinoff. And you're like, there's a reason it was popular. I have to go back there. Exactly. So I started with season one of Below Deck. I probably watched, like, the first three episodes. It was a bit of a slog. I was a bit confused. It's a different pace. And then, boom. Like, it was like, I could not stop watching it. Did they get you hook, line, and sinker? <sighs> Ka-ching! I love the yacht puns. Andy does them so well as well during the below deck reunions. Is there like a lot of semen jokes? Yep, hundred percent. Like it's like and and the the tide was about to turn. (laughs) Watch (laughs) what happens live. (laughs) So I watched like literally. I would say maybe like the first three seasons in like two weeks. Okay, because I just like fucking loved it, and I would love like. It was just interesting to me because I was like, I loved the like the fights between like the lower, like the people that were below, like people and their bosses. Like I loved that fight. I also loved like seeing who was gonna like hook up on the boat. Well, it's definitely a more substantial show, as in like obviously I'm new to it, but you know, shows like Vanderpump Rules. There's the idea of it is that they're workers, they're servers, they're servers. But that's not really. But what's you happening. don't, and you never. There's never any kind of like incentive for them to be good. 
at their job. Whereas this, it's like they literally have to, otherwise the ship won't. And they know, get really get good the tips. And it's like, yes. Oh my I God, think I about have... it like they do what, two, I think the last tip they got in the last episode, like they did two nights, three days of work. They all got $1,800 each plus whatever the fuck their regular hourly rate would have been. Like, double, like that's like, their tip. For, and like I heard Hannah Ferry say like for two days work that's pretty good I'm like fuck yeah don't complain about sleeping bitches like that would be what like three grand for two days can I quickly interject and talk about the table setting there is setting? nothing to interject the table I settings make me sick my sentence. <laughs> the table settings make me so tell me what you don't like them you don't like the They're little seashells everywhere so and some crumpled little beads and cheap and like, some placemats no if you know you're going on the ship go to spotlight a week before and then just get a whole bunch of stuff. Like, what would you get though to do a table decoration? I don't know, but I'd Pinterest it up and have I, a look. I discovered that I actually have no fucking idea how to set a table. Like the other night, the other day, sorry, we had like a chicks lunch at my friend's house. Um, shout out to Ruby. Love Ruby. Love Ruby. And um, she was making this really cute like lunch table for the girls, like a bit of like an afternoon champagne tea situation. And I was like. I'm gonna set the table like and I like <laughs> went on like a hunt around her house looking for like some anonymous thing to be the centerpiece like I was like God, determined to find something to be the centerpiece like, put the silver I know away. I was like they have so many good things in this house and I found like these two giant like shells like they were like two like and they were really really big I don't even know did how to did you do a sonia and put them on either end of your ears <sighs> fuck I wish I wish they're bigger than that like way bigger like I'm, I don't can't even. I don't know how to describe it. Like as big as that. Oh wow! I'm pointing at that. Guys, you can't see, but there's like a laptop. It's pretty big for shelves. It's pretty big for shelves. So I put two shelves on the table, and then someone eventually took them off the table straight away because there's no room to put any food anywhere because of my two fucking giant shelves. But I'm like, how? It's hard. So I don't like, understand the part table of the setting. I'm like, put the shelves down. It looks pretty. <laughs> I am a below deck chief stew, you fuckers. Give me three thousand dollars. Like I like everything is like two thousand and twenty. And then we go to the table, the, the the camera pans there and it's like suddenly we're back in nineteen fucking. Oh my god, dude, you this boat is good. You haven't seen some of the boats that we've been on. Some of the boats are like Liberace vomited because all over that's everything. A, that's a, okay, because that's the question I had for you. Why are we as workers? Tell me. Living in such little dormitories. You have to. You're a crew member. Why don't we minimize the hallway a bit and space it out? What? I just, I don't know. I think that's crew, a whole... Look, the crew's quarters are always really small. I think, yeah, like, there's I always think, bunk beds. There's always, like, teeny mm-hmm. tiny bathrooms. I think it's a hoax. I think there's plenty of space, and they just do it on purpose to, like, kind of talk about authority. But no one has a big room besides the guests. What about Sandy? You've never seen her room. Well, Sam, the captain gets a bigger room. That's kind of like near the. Have we seen Sandy's room or any captain's room? I've seen our captain's room because one time this this guest, like, I don't even remember if it was below deck med or if it was like regular below deck because there's been so many guests. Um, because they've got like what the the yacht might have like three double bed rooms and then like mm-hmm. one twin bedroom or something like for the guests they've got to like just figure out their own sleeping arrangements and this one like chick was like no like i'm not sleeping with anybody else like she was like the biggest diva so this poor girl is like what the point they originally put her like on the couch upstairs to sleep but then it's like well she's paying i don't know they were just like this is annoying because we have to set up for breakfast in the morning and stuff and we don't want to like 
leave this poor girl and like have to set up her couch uh, bed. I just say something? If you're spending what? How much do they spend? Is, if they're tipping the crew the equivalent of forty thousand Australian dollars, it's got to be like hundred and fifty grand to rent the boat. I would imagine. So if I'm gonna spend that bit of a dime on a boat, I'm gonna look at the the sleeping arrangements. And if there's not a room I like, yeah, I but might they must get, get some. Boat. I wonder this constantly. Like, do they get a discount for doing it with the show? Yeah. For sure. But Do you not reckon? like but not that much. Like we don't see that much. They're also though. I think it Like you're not... a wealthy por- person. In what mind would you Ooh. ever be like, yeah, I'm gonna do it on a TV show where they're gonna make fun of me the whole fucking time? Like... Okay, so this kind of brings me to this season of Below Deck Ned, my first season of watching yes. Below Deck. Tell me your feelings, thoughts, opinions. Okay, well this is what I was gonna say about so we've had so far up to like episode four. I think right? we're up to episode, episode four. four or five, and we've only had two guest parties or whatever. Two. Yes, because there's always a guest situation, and then they always tend to try and show a night out, like with the crew. Yeah, because they love to to like so far, tease that crew. Can I be honest? So far, the nights out are pretty boring. Yeah, nothing's really happened. Okay, the thing that I've noticed about this season, because most of the time, this is why I was like surprised that Hannah had a boyfriend, because most of the time. Pretty much 90% of the crew are single. Well, and Kiko's not single. So it's like Hannah and Kiko talking like smack So you've got Malia. Malia's not single. No. You've got Hannah. You've got Kiko. There's like like three of the the main characters. And we've had situations like the chef is normally like the most high tension, like crazy personality guy. If he's got a girlfriend, you're kind of fucked. And Kiko doesn't really like bring that kind of energy that some of the ex-chefs have brought. Okay. Because Kiko kind of seems I mean, I love Kiko. He's really great. He seems like a great chef. But is he a great reality chef star? No. No, he's no chef. Exactly. So it's like, we got Kiko. We've got Hannah. She's obviously like, I'm happy for her. She's found love. She's been single for a really fucking long time. And then you got Malia. Like, the first season that Malia came on was hectic. Because Malia was like a second... I think she was like a... Like, she was like what Pete is. Like, she's like she was senior deckhand. Then she had a bosun who was, like, the South African guy who had a huge crush on her. And then you had a chef whose name is Adam, who's actually the chef. He's been a chef a couple times in the show. Um, and they had, like, secretly had a relationship, Adam and her, before the show started filming. So, like, they started out the season pretending they didn't know each other. Then Adam's getting, like, more and more, like, crazy possessive over her. And, and then, then it doesn't come out that they Yeah, eventually, like, in an interview, he's, like... Or they filmed him saying to her, like, didn't it mean anything to you, those nights we spent, blah, blah, And then they're like, Adam, like, wait, did you meet her before this? And he was like, yeah, we've, like, spent nights together. So then it was, like, this whole fucking love triangle between her, her bosun, who's, like, her manager, and the chef. Like, it was gnarly. Like, this is the kind of shit, like, this is why I'm, like, it's annoying that they're all mostly, like, taken in this season. Because it's not as exciting. You have the the excitement of, like, the I've never heard of the word bosun before, and it sounds great, and I love it. Neither had I. I thought it was going to be first mate, but like when I first started watching, I now understand like bosun, chief stew. I love bosun. Second stew. I love when Malia is that her name? Malia. Malia. Cool name. I don't know how to say it. Malia. But I love that she was like, don't call me sweetheart. That was painful to watch. And then 10 times more painful when he was like, who says that? I was like, you do. It's always so interesting because like Nick watches Below Deck with me and watching this season yes watching this season he was like he told me who he thought was the hottest person on the boat and it's always like it's always the no girl wise it's always a different person than i think who's the hottest girl on the boat 
So Did I say think, Lara. No, he said Bugsy. I know. I'm sorry, that was an inaudible. She did a little, of, um, like a lip up. She curl. reminds me of someone from the movie, a movie I've seen that was really crazy. So then I just think it's her. So I, I can't have. I mean, I love Bugsy, but I don't think she's the hottest girl I mean, on I, the boat. I don't know Bugsy, but she kind of looks. Crazy. I think Malia is the hottest girl on the boat. Oh, for sure. That's what I said. I was like. But then also, she's... Hannah has quite a natural beauty, I think. You know what but else? More like, refined. They're all so skinny. Like, like these guys poor chief stews. Like I was watching Hannah trying to do like whatever they were making that picnic last time for the guests, like outside of that chapel or whatever the fuck it was. And they're all out. Like I was like, how fucking un like how annoying is it that the stews have to wear these little skorts all the time it's that stupid. literally like end right under their ass? Like I'm like, there's no way I could work in a skort like that. But I think it's part of it. That's probably part of their tip. There's definitely going to be people that are sleazy and like, hey, who's five grand more to bend over or something weird? It happens. Does it? Okay. That was well, there's been like hypothesis. Hannah one time um, made out with a guest. <gasps> what season is that and what episode? Someone I can't even tell you, man. Like, it's, so so, it's actually really like frowned upon. No one's ever allowed to like hook up with guests. And there was yeah. two times, one on Below Deck. I think it was Below Deck Men. Where, like, one of the deckhands, like, f- like randomly fell... There was, like, all these Playboy, like, models that came on the boat. And he, like, randomly, like, fell in love with one of them. And he was like, Mom! To be fair. To be fair. You're a deckhand. And Playboy models come on your boat. But, like, also there's boat. a lot of chicks that, like, froth the deckhands. Because they're, like... Like, the guests come on, like, these cougars. And they're like, oh, we've got this, like... Muscly young Young, man. sexy man. Like, I'm not renting a yacht to, like... Well, okay, going back to chicks. the season, I love Alex... Is that his name? Yes. Wait, is Alex the, like, one that I never remember? Like, he's, like, a bit chubbier on the deck end. Yes. But yeah. he, I like him because. Not Rob. Is his name Rob, the other one? The, okay, like, very. The South African one kind of freaks me out a bit. That likes Jess. Yeah. I don't know about him. Jess is not Nick's type, by the way. He thinks that she looks cray cray. I think she looks like Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. Like, a bit, um, yes. What's her name? Jess. Her name's also Jess. <laughs> it's all no, very convenient. I think she kind of reminds me of Megan Foxy. Oh, yeah. But, a like, bit. faker. Yeah, like, yeah. whatever, good for you. But I think I like the guy that, yeah, is a little bit chubby, and, like, he kind of stood up for... And like, him and Jess are friends, right, before... Yeah, him and yeah. Jess are friends before, that's Oh, it. and he stood up for Malia. Malia, he was, like, yeah. and he was also, when Pete was, like, bitching about it, he was, like, mate, like, no, I'm not going to bitch Dude, about Malia. Dude, Peter's the biggest asshole of all time. Such an So, like, Peter's... kid, I can't believe that. I know. Peter's Malia's second... He's her, um... Second deck end? What the fuck is it called? It's um Deck Deck. I Captain He's the head deck. Okay. Fuck, it'll come to me eventually. So lead deckhand. Lead deckhand. I'm gonna say that's what it is. So he's the lead deckhand to Malia. He's called her sweetheart maybe eight hundred times, which is obviously horrific because this is actually like in below deck history i'm pretty sure malia is the first female bosun we've had that's amazing it's the first season of below deck where all the heads of department are women amazing. so we've got captain sandy like captain woman. can we just talk about quickly just an interject yeah captain sandy's hair why is it always so perfectly windswept she's amazing yeah. captain sandy is just like Checking. if i could have a boss from any season of any bravo anything it would be captain sandy yeah because from four episodes in she seems a good balance of challenging yeah. stern but also encouraging and supportive yes she wants to see people grow but she oh, won't yeah. take any shit 
and she's just a amazing like I don't know she's an amazing woman I just love her so Captain Sandy is the captain obviously then we've got Malia as the bosun and we've got Hannah as the chief stew we've never had a male chief stew so that's not unusual but like we've never had a female bosun and it's unusual for us to have Captain Sandy like in normal yachting life there's not a female captain so this season is cool in that we can finally discuss some of those things in the workplace and it is like Pete fucking calling Malia sweetheart eight million times yeah, we don't like that. Just but I FYI. also, so basically Malia went and told Captain Sandy that Pete was calling her sweetheart and Captain Sandy decides to call an impromptu meeting with all the deckhands and doesn't pinpoint Pete, but says that like, you know, calling your bosun sweetheart is not cool, blah, blah, blah. And Rob gets like quite offended at the fact that she's asked them all in. And I agree with this because it's like, Pete was the one with the problem. Like, I think the other two deckhands have been very okay. respectful to both Malia and Captain Sandy. And we're not talking about just the workplace here. Like, you're in a national, international television show. If a captain brings you in and it kind of semi-accuses you as a collective of being disrespectful to authoritative women, I would take it personally, too, if it wasn't about me. Okay, you know what? I watched that and I was like, Rob, shut the fuck up. Like, obviously it wasn't about you. But now that you say that, it's so true. Like, get a backbone. And pinpoint the one person. Like that's you could have just problem. picked in like Pete and been like, "Don't call me that's sweetheart," because so Pete true. didn't even realize it was about him. Pete was sitting there being like, "Who did that call her sweetheart?" Do you, do you think he didn't? I think he did. I don't know. I just think he likes to. He's also dumb. But so I'm like, maybe if it was me as well, like imagine if you went into a workplace and they were like, "Everyone is homophobic here," or something. No, true. And you were like, you know that it's no. not about you. You know I, it's someone else. I'm glad you on an international up. television show. You're not an actor. This isn't like what you really signed up for. You could potentially be pinpointed by an audience of international being people as dick. being a sexist asshole. I too would be like, you know what? I wish I didn't get pulled into that meeting because no, I true. haven't been. Now that you said that, I'm like, definitely. Also, you're a leader, so as in Sandy, yeah, you should be able to target one person who has the problem yeah it's hard because it's definitely like a tactic to be like whatever we're gonna bring everyone in and like everyone will know who we're talking about but like at the same time these are people's reputations just watching Pete is painful like the way that he he doesn't care which woman he gets with he just wants to get and with he, a woman like but did you see when night, Lara left and he cried yeah I think he has issues that was weird that was sad like, they met for, like, 2.5 days. Like, I think it was Alex that was like, but bro, I, you met her, like, two nights ago. But I think he's the kind of guy that will, like, rub up on a girl in a club, and then when she rejects him, will, like, cry about it. Yeah. Because, like, he, like, thinks that he should get with her. I don't know. It's just weird. I'm not digging it. Yeah, he and scares me. So, he's obviously gotten fired. Everyone knows by Bravo for sexist, racist comments, is it? I don't know. I haven't actually, like seen the comments from the past but it sounds like i haven't seen them but they're i've heard they're gross mm. and i think they were going to edit out the scenes that were with him like well not yeah it sounded out, like because minimal. they'd already filmed the whole season they're just going to try to like minimize his appearance as much as possible but like last episode this was like before last episode that you broke this news shansi broke it mm. to me i don't know she was the first one to break it to everyone, but she was the first one to break it to me. Hi. <laughs> Newsbreaker, Shanti. And, um, so, but last episode, I feel like he was quite prominent still. So I'm confused about that. I think we're, like, 
a week or so behind. I think it's going to happen soon. Very cool. And Andy apparently as well did confirm, side note, that BH and New York are taking a break because of COVID. Like, because they need to catch up with editing and stuff. Because obviously people have been working remotely and everyone's been blah, 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 blah. So. Do you buy that? Yeah. And I think that maybe that's why they're a bit slow on the below deck med. They film last summer. Yeah, but they've got to keep up with, like, I'm sure they edit it more regularly. Based on, like, what audience reactions are. I don't know. I'm making all this shit up. This is how brother <laughs> runs their life. Let me tell you. Okay, anything else about Below Deck yes, Med this Lara. season? Yes, oh, How can we not talk about her? Lara. She. Controversial. Well, okay. So when I watch reality shows, because they're not in an Australian accent, I feel a bit removed from mm. it. Like, it's like watching a TV show for me, like a drama. Mm. But when you have Hannah in there mm. and she has an Australian accent, suddenly it all feels really so close real. to home yeah. yeah and i'm like oh okay imagine watching all these shows in my accent this sounds so obviously dumb yeah but what i'm saying is it seemed more real because i'm like this reminds me of my everyday life mm. so throw her in and i'm like oh my god imagine trying to manage someone like lara wait what do you think of hannah like so hannah okay from, watching this season from just watching this season having no idea about her she's I the like below her. deck chief i mean she's the below deck's yeah. Med chiefs do the whole season. I think she takes her job really seriously, but I like that in someone, to be honest. I'm a bit like that. I like that, and I think if you have common sense, you'd be fine with her. Okay. I think that. Like, from what I've seen so far, I think everything she said is valid. I think... She almost seems, though, Tell me. in a judgmental point of view, not right for this job, as in, like, she should be somewhere way more, like hard-hitting like a boardroom like she's quite like gung-ho whereas because this job is seems like down and dirty well not down and dirty but just i feel like people who want to do this also really want to enjoy the nightlife and seeing different places yeah and things like that like the downside of it is a part of its appeal and i feel like she might have already been there done that and now she's just getting really intense about i don't know i like her but that's my two cents no, it's interesting because you haven't seen her in other seasons. So I'm like wondering what you think. Because like Lara, I'll be honest with you, like most of the time when it comes to uh, Stu versus Hannah, I haven't been team Hannah in the past. So but Bugsy was this, they, Bugsy were and her, Bugsy? I was team Bugsy for sure. So like I'm wow. pleased that Bugsy's coming back. Like I think that hannah and i think it's a thing about chief stews because the other chick the other chief stew from below deck does the same thing and the same thing happened with below deck sailing yacht as well so like we've had three chief stews or so they they pick a favorite stew they've got two stews under them they pick one that they're like this is my favorite they pick one that's like their troubled child and they annoy the fucking shit out of the other one like so to me i was like oh is this hannah just picking jess as her favorite and having lara as being like the shithead but obviously like Lara was an exception because she was being like just a horrible employee. Yeah. So like this was the time that I was like, fuck. Like if I was Hannah, I'd be like, I can't do this. You're being absolutely like so disrespectful. Yeah, watching and ridiculous. that. That I think maybe that's because I yeah I was introduced to her with through Lara, Lara and, and that was, was like she looks great. And to be yeah. honest, like Hannah being taken this season, like it does give her like a different light because like in previous seasons she's been like really keen on like the chef and the chef's like not super keen on her, so it just makes her look a bit cray cray. And then it's just like different dynamic yeah so i think now that she's like you know and now she's pregnant like in real time so like she's obviously in a different stage of life i think that like this is her last season at below deck med 
she's just a bit over probably the yachting life which is what you said before yeah. you think that she's probably just a bit over it she's been there done that so I think that you're spot on and I'm excited to see what happens with her and Bugsy because Bugsy was her second stew in a couple seasons back and I don't remember who the third stew was but she liked the third stew better than Bugsy so like what did Bugsy do her. to her? Bugsy was just really good at being a second stew and because Bugsy is a chief stew as well mm-hmm. so like she's done all the chief stew stuff and she just didn't appreciate the way that Hannah ran the boat like I think a lot of the time Hannah would just be like okay you guys do all the work and I'll just go to sleep and then Bugsy was like this is fucking shit and then Bugsy at the by the and she was just like, Bugsy's really really nice she's very very sweet the whole fucking entire time like she's a she's a nice person and I think at the end she must have been like fuck I've got to like tell her how I feel so then she like had this scene which is probably what you saw where she was like I think you've been a lousy chief stew but even when she said that she like her voice like shook in the first like sentence and then she had to be like so she's a nice guy. I I think you've you've been lousy stew and then (laughs) Hannah was just like fuck off I fucking hate you you're a fucking asshole so like because this was the season that Hannah hooked up with a guest oh well then fair enough so Bugsy found I think text messages on the like yacht iPad between Hannah and a guest and she was like this is so like out of line this makes sense and then Hannah was like well I don't trust you anymore because you've like betrayed my trust by like telling everyone about my hookup and it's like but you're not allowed to to have have things with yeah so so Bugsy were fans of okay that's good to know so I'm excited. She's back, guys. FYI, I don't well, know if we'll that was a, a spoiler. Little, like, we'll, do a little, <laughs> we'll do a proper roundup of the episode next week because we've just kind of done a couch up. Yeah, we're just trying to figure out what's happening. 100%. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. And I'm going to see if I get that. That's just so weird because I'm like, whoa, Hannah takes it up so seriously. Can't imagine that. So thank you. That's yeah. Beautiful. So now I think we are pretty much good on Below Deck. Let's head into our games of the night. I hope you guys shall join us. We are going to do a top five at five. Last week we announced we were going to do top five um, Bravo houses that we love the most. Yeah, I've got mine prepared. Do you? I do. I have mine prepared. <laughs> and then we're also still going to play our Who Said It game where we each have three quotes and we're going to guess who said it. I hope everyone has their quotes and their rosé ready. Not yeah, their because quotes. the more that I watch this show, the more quotes that are so pure. So pure. So pure and so forgotten. I know. So let's bring those back. So we're gonna we're gonna do that in just a second. We hope you can join us. G bless. Game time, guys! It's top five at five, which everyone knows means nothing at all because it's not <laughs> five anywhere except right. for maybe I don't know. It's almost ten o'clock p.m. here, so, so if you divide it by two, divide it by two, just figure it the fuck out. Get a glass of rosé, and we're doing a top five situation. So last week we announced that our top five was going to be top five Bravo households that we fucking love, the houses, the decor. Okay, so are we gonna go by you know first to five or five to one? I have mine in no particular order, to be honest. I know, I just kind of, I couldn't really just... I'm going to do my fifth. I've got, I'll just do, okay, yep, go. Okay, wait, so we, so the rules, (laughs) for anyone who hasn't played before, the rules of the game is... Shot anything you can find around the house. Yes. Last week it was some sort of liqueur that we weren't sure was alcoholic, but then we definitely found out the next day it was. Yes, this week it's going to be just sips of rosé, which is fine, everyone, you know, got to take it easy sometimes. So basically, if 
Shanti and I say our top five and we figure out that we have the same on our like, list on our list like in any order it's we have to take a drink now. both of us so take it away Shanti alright number five Bethany Frankel's NYC home it's just so sick boom do you have it yes oh. <laughs> I, it's like it's not my favourite wait chin chin ching ching because it's a mm. like her big ass New York City apartment yeah it's, it's very, gorgeous it's iconic NYC oh my god it's like the biggest New York house I've ever seen in my whole entire life and it was like her one what post Jason Hoppy that she was just like I'm gonna live my best life and spend all my skinny girl money and it makes me so happy when you watch season one just in that tiny little dingy dingy I say that it's so dingy it's probably like fourteen thousand dollars a month yeah it's crazy I love it yeah that was on my list for sure okay next one of mine mine I have it might be a controversial opinion but I really fucking love Kristen Doty's house like the one now the one now whoa that is a drink crazy solution <laughs> she has a really cute little like valley village cottage that doesn't look the same as everyone else's houses and it's just kind of like my i like i like it as like a first house i like that man. it's cute like it's really cute it's true like i single story gorge i blanked vpr because in my head, I'm like, I hate all their new houses. They're so shit. I probably like their apartments and yeah. their character. No, but I really like Kristen's house. It's true. It's the nicest one of them all. Go creepy. Cute. I know. It's very cute. So that was one of mine. Okay, you go again. Beaver Creek, Camille Snow Lodge that she like got from... Do you remember Kelsey that? Grammer. Yeah. And then she had to sell it and it was when Taylor went crazy. But it was beautiful. It was like crazy time. Wait, where's Beaver scenery. Creek? It's like in America. It's like Snow Colorado. It's like in America. It's Colorado, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Okay, it sounds great. I don't remember it at all. What was oh. the vibe? Is it like lodgy? Yes. Remember that like Taylor went kind of crazy. She had a breakdown then. It was very lodgy. Is that when that meme came out where she's like pointing at someone, or is that somewhere else? No, no, that was like at someone's Brandy Glanville's house. Yes. No, this was like when Kyle and Brandy were in the spa. She was like, "My relationship. I don't know if I should continue." And he was like crying, and then she comforted Kim and was like, "I'm sorry." No. I've, I've got to rewatch just it. Know it's it's very, okay, I I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my my other one was um Shannon Bedore's like first house when she started with Real Houses of Orange County. Like she had like a fucking huge McMansion with David, with like a t- like it was like the biggest house I've ever seen in my life. Wait, like bigger than Villa Rose? Right? I think so. Mm-hmm. It has like a basketball court. Like it was one of those houses in Orange County. What did he do? like property or something okay. so that one was pretty crazy but not through. her house now but like her house when she first Back started it was like humongo it was really fancy nancy okay. okay my next one number two bluestone manor ah! it's just fun and it's kooky and it's spooky. the berkshires yeah i love it fish i literally thought about it like really is it should i i think it's fun like i want to bring all my friends and just like take them there and like play a murder mystery night you know i know it's got a lot of character you're not wrong you're not wrong okay yours okay i've got um ramona's hamptons house me too that was like a risky one so i'm very i love ramona's hamptons house it's like it's so gorgeous and the pool it's been there since season one it's really really nice like she got it from what's his name her ex-husband Mario. She Mario. got it from Mario, I think, in the divorce. Also, and it's quick just the Hamptons Have you seen that? They're, like, really good friends. They're, like... Yes, they were quarantining together and stuff. Yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, that was just a really well done. But very beautiful house. Yeah, it's nice. And your number one? Villa Rosa. <gasps> Mine's your land is Miami. <laughs> Miami or Malibu? Malibu. Malibu. Yeah. I was like, does she live in Miami? It's in no, Malibu. It's in America somewhere, you guys. <laughs> because you know, there's that fridge, the glass fridge. Oh my god, the glass. Like, all the lemon trees. That's pretty cute. She did have like her own little like town. It was a bit isolating, I think. Yeah, and everyone had to drive really far to go to her. I feel. Well, I just feel like for her too, it's like it would probably take a day to get to the upper garden. You know. Well, Beverly Hills is quite far away from. No, I, no, I mean her upper garden. Oh, just yeah. really walking <laughs> to the lemon tree. Yeah. She's okay, amazing. Close. So we. Okay, so that was like the, the ones we had in common were Ravonna's Hamptons house <laughs> and Bethany's New York apartment. Nice. That's pretty good. Two out of five. Yeah, I think we, we hope really you guys better. had more similar ones to us, and I hope you've been drinking. And also, can you let us know your favorite houses? Because that'd be really cool. Yes. And do you guys want to know what we're doing next week? Woo! What are we doing next week? We're know. doing um. And this is, like, not to be offensive to anyone. Like, we know children are off limits when it comes to the Bravo people. But it's not offensive. We're just saying the ones that we love the most. Yeah, so we're not, like, going to give us, give you our top, like, least favorite. So our we're doing our, our, our favorite housewife children. So it doesn't, all they don't need to be, you know, you can go as young as, you know, Jagger. Or you can go as old as Brianna. But I'll give you a hint. Jagger's not on my list. So that's our next week. Top five at five. You've got to pick your top five children of housewives. You know, we've seen them. We love them. Have we grown up with them? Let's talk about it. (laughs) And then now we're going to do our who said it game, which is basically where (gasps) Shansi and I say three quotes from Bravo over the time. So we have to try and guess who said the quote. And if we get it right, we don't have to drink. If we get it wrong, we do have to drink. All right. Am I going first? You can go first. Okay, I'm going first. My husband calls me a sex object. When he asks for sex, I object. Lisa Vanderbilt. Damn it. Oh! I have to, do I have to drink? Yeah, you have to drink. Okay. She always I thought you does. Get she always like loves to be like, oh my god, we're so Ken funny. wants to fuck me, and I hate him with a fiery passion. Do you reckon they do? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if people in their sixties have sex. To be honest, is she in her sixties? Yeah. Ken definitely is. Ken might be in his seventies since like. Alright, your turn. Okay. Mine is um You buy me a drink, say I buy you a drink. (laughs) (laughs) It's um and I'm saying it the way that she said it. You buy me a drink, say I buy you a drink. Okay, is it someone that's drunk? No, they're someone who's making fun of someone else. Kyle? Oh, I don't know. Who? Bethany. Oh, it's Bethany it. making fun of Ramona because Ramona like tries to hit on this guy, and then Bethany in her interview is like, "You buy me a drink, okay, and I buy you a drink," and she's like holding her wine in her boobs. It's just a great scene. I'm drinking. Drink away. I drank as well, just for funsies. <laughs> okay. Okay, I've got two more left. Yep. I'm not going very well. No, you're going great. You were in high school. You are a mean girl, and you're in high school. And while you are in high school, I'm in Brooklyn, trying to survive this economy working. Who is that? I'm in Brooklyn. This is going to be a Roni, I would imagine. I did not think of that. It's a big fucking deal. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Benzman? 
No, wait, drink, oh. bitch. That was Alex McQuaid to Jill in season two. Alex McQuaid. Wow, she's in. Wow, okay. I did not do the accent, but I gave you the exact. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> Your turn. Last one. Oh no, second. No, I've got one. two. Okay. I've got um. Okay. Um, I will fuck your husband for a Chanel bag. Yolanda. Yes, Queen. I actually just watched that recently. I was like, what? It's an aggressive statement, isn't but it? Like, she's not talking about her. It's not like she's saying that to someone. She's like, this she, is what women are like. Well, she's saying men like young women. I know men like beautiful women and women like rich men. Yeah. Mm, women will fuck your husband for a Chanel bag. I was like, that's sad. They is will. That true. Probably in Beverly Hills. I'm not moving there. <laughs> Unless you're going to Villa Rosa. Well. Oh, anyway. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Last one. Last one. Nipples are in this season. Oh, so like Samantha Jones from Sex and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Nipples are in this season. Nipples are in this season. Do I think it's Rosie? No. Do I think it's BH? Maybe. Maybe like a brandy glance. Is that it? Oh, no, I don't know. Is it? No. Ah! But it is about brandy. Fuck. Who is it? It's Camille. She says that when they go to her Malibu home. She's not wrong. And brandy's not wearing a bra. Drink away, I do. Okay. My last one is um, all I want to do is eat. Is Shannon Padula? Damn it. When, when she, she was in her fat way. years. And she's like, all I want to do is eat. <laughs> this isn't my fucking plate. <laughs> was that at the quiet one? Yes. When we go to Orange County, we have to go to the quiet one. That's the only thing I wanted to go to America for. my fucking plate. All I want to do is eat. Well, thank you guys so much for playing along. We're guessing you are. Well, then we all fall asleep. That's really sad for you. That's so fine. But definitely message us your little quotes and houses. Yeah, please do. And next week, remember, we're doing our top five children without being offensive. And we're also going to probably chat through, I think BH is back next week and we're really... I don't know, but I fucking bloody hope Okay, so. it's either back tired. next week or it's back the following week. If it's not back next week, we're going to do full, like, breakdown of the next episode of Below Deck Med. And mm-hmm. if it is back, we might need to do Below Deck Med and Roni and but we'll, we'll figure it out we'll and we'll let you guys out. know we'll like, get weird about it. everyone relax oh, please calm down let's all relax have a bit of a break get some rosé everyone chill the fuck out and we'll see you guys next time and see if you, you want to support our podcast please follow us on at oh bravo the podcast i was gonna say dot com but it's not it's just at oh bravo the podcast yeah, it's like 2020 yeah it's so weird 2020 like, there's no dot com there's it's, no it's just it's just, just go to instagram and put that put that bad boy in yeah we post some fun memes Shancy is up at four o'clock in the morning doing her thing she's breaking the news that's insomnia.com we're we're grateful (laughs) for her lack of sleep anyway guys we'll see you guys next time we love you bye